Welcome back to The Minute Who Shagged Me, where we go through the Austin Powers movies, one minute at a time, continuing with The Spy Who Shagged Me. I'm Johnny, and I'm joined again today, this Tuesday, by our special guest. He is... Jonathan. Jonathan! Woo! Jonathan from Minute Impossible. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Thanks. Uh, The Spy Who Shagged Me in Spanish is El Escipia... Que me foloba, which means the spy who fucked me. <laughs> <laughs> I like how straightforward that one is. Spanish is very down and dirty. So welcome to the hard R of this. That's the dirtiest one. So Okay. All right. It's the dirtiest one this week. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. This is as dirty as it gets. It's a wild Tuesday we're on. It is. Woo! I mean... Let's let's be honest. That's what it is. So, it's funny that though I took the word, you know, you take the wording in English and you put it into Spanish, and then you bring it back into Spanish and then put it back into English. And it's like, really, shag? They just are like, I'm not even going to mince words. Like they don't have a word for you know, a slang term for it. So I don't know. It's kind of fun. Probably not. And that guy and minute seventy two starts with that guy is still sitting on the lava. That makes me smile. His carcass is still on it. So, while they're doing their little pun off. Ah, that's funny. What a burn. Yeah, we're on minute 72, and it does begin with that. And I love how he hmm? just hammers in overdone jokes. And they're not even good ones. No. Do you think we could come up with better ones? Do you think maybe. someone who may as baby has prepared some? Has I think that you definitely have. Burn puns? Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Should I do them in his voice? I don't really have his voice. I don't know. Yeah, baby. I, yeah. I don't really have. Uh, let's see. A, a good one would have been All's Fire and Love and War. That's a good one. Okay. I like that one. You just said okay, so that means you didn't like it. Okay. How about We Flame to Please? I like that one. Okay, that's a good one. What about, baby, he was burned that way. <laughs> that's a little early because Lady Gaga hadn't come up with that song, <laughs> but I thought that was a funny one. That, one that one's cute. Uh, and another one is, Char, you listening? So that was, that, that was it in there. Uh, I think, baby, he was burned that way is my favorite. Yeah, I think, Char, you listening is pretty good. I like a good a good word from because what a burn is not funny and I'm I'm glad that Heather is uh, showing that it's painful. <laughs> also, that sort of thing could get a man fired, <laughs> and she's like, "Please don't talk anymore." <laughs> I think he was hot for you. <laughs> okay, that's enough. I just her hmm? she's so good at conveying facial expressions like that. Her acting is through just that. Well, it's because she has giant eyes. That's your theory? That's my theory. Heather Graham has giant eyes, and that is why she emotes the way she does. Okay. Okay. Look at them. Like second 15, second 16, those things are huge. Her eyes. Uh You pervert. (laughs) Talking about her eyes. Well, no, she doesn't have that big of boobs. They're decent. They're fine. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. 
Good for her. She's got bigger hair. She does. She has very large hair. Ample. And then we get to go to the best place in the world. Woo, Dr. Evil's Moon Base. Is this the first time we've seen it? Yeah. Sweet. I'm here for the moon base. I like that he put his like little hanger in a crater. Well, he put it in a crater and then cut out one whole side of the crater so he could have like a viewing area. Yeah, why not? It's awesome. Wouldn't you want to have a nice view on the moon? I assume I, looking up through the skylight, I would have a view, but hey, to each their own. I'm what is what is up to the moon? What? What is directly up? If you're like on the moon and you're looking up, what it is has up? gravity, so up is up. I assume. No, no, but like, what are you saying that's above you besides stars? Oh, stars. So yeah. you think you like it better because you think the crater points toward the um the Earth. Yeah. Okay, so the the side that he's cut out is so he could view the Earth. I mean, we know later his plan is basically the moon has to move around and he will fire the laser straight. Excuse me. I'm doing laser <laughs> straight to, at uh, Earth instead of like yeah. moving the laser around. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because, I mean, that's how lasers work. You can't move the laser. You have to move the place in which the laser is sitting on. It makes total sense. I'm, mm-hmm. actually, I'm actually on board with it. It's no worse than any James Bond movie <laughs> trope where the laser doesn't move and they have to like move everything around to get to it. So that's fine. I'm, that, that, I, have no, I have no qualms. <laughs> I'm also a big fan of the moon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I went, you know, I went to space camp when I was a kid. Wait, at Kennedy Space Center? Uh, no. Oh. In Huntsville, Alabama. Oh. Well, where the space camp was d- taped. The movie. Space Camp, you're too young. Uh. <laughs> there was a movie. Joaquin Phoenix is in it. There's a robot. It's a lot. There's a lot going on. I I assume so between those two things and also the name of it is Space Camp. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix is in it. Steven Spielberg's wife is in it. Uh, John Travolta's wife is in it. <laughs> I'll just keep uh, Jennifer Aniston's first husband is in it. Um. <laughs> Wait, you're just gonna name the people closest to them and not the actual people. That's good. Yes, it's a lot. It's like, a, hey, go look up Space Camp. Take care of it yourself. Fine. I will. I will name the robot because the robot was never married. His name was Jinx. His his the robot was never married. Okay, he's never. He's a confirmed bachelor. If you know what I'm saying. I think it's funny that the first thing that came up was Kennedy Space Center. Oh no, it didn't. It's Space Camp is Huntsville, Alabama. You're right. Okay. Thank you. What do you mean? I I'm right. Yeah, I know. I to, okay, but I, I always wanted to, to go. Camp. I know, but I always wanted to go to the one that was here. Yeah, there are two. There are two. And I would go. I've seen the Kennedy Space Center, and I've also seen the SpaceX platform from when I've gone on cruises. And we go to uh, Miami and go out of the port there. And uh, I've also seen Kennedy Space Center and uh, what is that, Fort? Where is it? Where's the Kennedy Space Center? Uh, Patrick, near oh wait what? Where is the Kennedy Space Center? Like what? Oh, like big city? Uh, is it near Cocoa Beach? Like area? Yeah, it's like Melbourne. It's literally called the Space Coast, which is awesome. Cause it encompasses um, Melbourne, Cocoa Beach. They have an actual like beach called Satellite Beach. Where they launch satellites? 
No, that's just what they call it. I don't know why. And then um, that also encompasses the area that is Patrick Air Force Base, too. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, we were, I mean, I was like into it. We went down for a night launch of the space shuttle when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Like, it, we were into it. I've always it's, been in the space race. It's super funny because we can see it from here. Like, I've seen a few that you can just see it, like, shoot across the sky as it's going up. Mm-hmm. Like, from all the way from Orlando. So, we're like 45 minutes away. Yeah, but that thing is huge. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. You, you can't get anywhere close to it. Like, if you know that there's a launch, like, you can't, you'd have to be there all day. You'd have to go early, park, and stay, and then wait for all the parking, like, all the people to clear out because so many people want to go over there and see it. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, and I know this is a little more into Jim O'Kane's uh, territory, but. I love all the moon stuff, and I'm still amazed that we have not been back since 1972. In my lifetime, well, I wasn't born in 72, but we have not been to the moon in my lifetime when I was born. Well, because they stopped that whole part of it. That's crazy, though. It's unmanned missions now. It's boring. I know. <laughs> Thanks. Now we Well, now we just shoot cars into space. Oh. And oh, that guy. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Elon Musk in every episode. I mean, it's space. <laughs> that's exactly that's his tagline. <laughs> hey, it's space, <laughs> and it's super cool. I love space, but he does such douchey things that it makes me very annoyed. I Don't just I- think of it like him. I have this like weird picture of like him standing on the outside of a space shuttle with his flamethrower, like Mad Max style, going. It's space. Yeah, that's that's him. <laughs> uh, I, at some point, he will figure out. Oh, that flamethrower! That what's it, its name? It has a really unfortunate name. Uh, Isn't Elon. it called like not a flamethrower? It has a weird name. Elon Musk flamethrower. I'm looking it up right now. Every time I see it, I'm like, that can't be the first name they came up with, right? Not a flamethrower. Yeah. From the Boring Company. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> It just infuriates you. It makes me so angry. It's just like name it not a flamethrower from the Oh, but there there is um a firm in India that is like an independent one that Mm -hmm. they just I think they won a grant to have a rocket that went to the moon. I think. That's awesome. Well, we're gonna do that at some point because President Trump is gonna create the space force and it's gonna be awesome. I don't think we need a space (laughs) force. I don't want Space Wars. I don't want Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I'd love to watch it. I don't want to be a part of it. No, I don't want to either. I don't want to have debris rain down on me. But I would I would like the moon to become a thing we can do. I mean, let's talk about Dr. Evil's space uh, silo. This is awesome. I, I went and found a, I went and actually found a subreddit. Of course, subreddits. Gotta love them. The Elon Musk of the internet is subreddits. I went and found a, a one that was talking about what would be involved in building just generically something like this. How how many it would cost trillions of dollars. Trillions and years. And it would have to be done in complete secret. Now it's nineteen what, sixty nine at this point? Mm-hmm. So it you could definitely launch something into the space in nineteen sixty nine and no one would know from certain places in the world. 
but it was hilarious. It was just just these nerds. It was really funny how into it they were. They're like, it would take you X amount of days and this amount of steel and this, you'd have to drill into the moon and everybody would be able to see that you're altering the moon. I don't know. And they were basically talking about like, how many people would you take up there? How many people do you need? What's the least amount of crew you could take? I, I didn't realize how competent the henchmen were to build a moon base. And they did this all without him being around, right? Yeah. Uh, that's number two, though, because he's really good at directing people. He is. He is. He's good at uh, showing showing people, uh, distributing distributing uh, projects and getting them done. He's a good project manager. Pro- mm-hmm. Project manager. Yeah. And he's a good um, investment banker. He really is. He's really he's really got his finger on the pulse of America. And Rob Lowe. We don't get any of him in this, but I'm I'm just happy he exists as this as number two in this movie. Have you talked about the fact that he actually dated one of Robert Wagner's daughters? No. Oh, that's where he gets the voice from. Uh, he oh, had the voice no. before the movie. He dated one of his daughters. That's he already, weird. He already had the voice. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah. Well, Rob Lowe's dated everybody at that that's point. He, he's Rob Lowe a, can get it. <laughs> Rob Lowe is lit. He can <laughs> get it. I mean, this Rob Lowe version, he can still get it with an eye patch. So, well, Rob Lowe's beautiful no matter how many eyes he has. I know it's the bone structure and also the hair. The hair, and he—I mean, even now—I mean, even when he was on West Wing, he's good looking. Just That's something schle- I need to marathon. Oh yeah, he's just schlepping around in a white, you know, a white Oxford shirt and a tie. And you're always like, every time you're walking in the room, you're like, huh. he's just breath. He's breathtaking. He is. But we don't have any minutes with him, so let's not talk about him. Let's talk about someone else. Okay. Um, can we talk about that they brought the um, time machine? Yeah. I was going to ask. I'm like, what's that purpose? What's the purpose of bringing the time machine? Is Why it not? just because it's a really big set piece and they were like, oh, we kind of need to have it in the movie? Well, hmm. If all shit goes bad on the moon and it explodes somehow, the laser laser um, malfunctions and it explodes on you, he can escape through time. I guess, well, you can only go backwards, though, because once the moon's gone, we're screwed as a planet. The moon's kind of important. I know, I know. I learned this at Space Camp in Huntsville, Alabama. They taught me in Huntsville that the moon is important. Yeah, because the ocean would take over the world. It's fine. Yeah, the moon is the only thing keeping our mortal enemy, the ocean, from attacking <laughs> us. The land and the ocean do not get along, and the ocean has been trying to take over the earth for millions of years. Have you seen Aquaman? I have, and I love it. <laughs> we could all become Atlanteans. Oh, yeah. That'd be so... Actually, what? The Lost City of Atlanta. <laughs> I'm just Atl- thinking of that episode <laughs> of Futurama. Uh, Yeah. And uh, Dr. Evil makes that great joke. He's like, there will be have two groups of moon. Un- I don't know who this is. Uh, this voice is not Dr. <laughs> Evil. Uh, two, two groups, uh, moon unit alpha and moon unit zappa. Did you get that joke? I did not get that joke. Okay. Uh, it is a very specific age joke. because Okay. Because I thought of zappa chips. Okay. Uh, not, a, not a bad idea. I love zappa chips, by the way. Awesome. Uh, Moon Unit Zappa. Uh, do you know who Frank Zappa is, the musician? Yeah. That's his daughter, uh, Moon Unit Zappa. Her name is Moon Unit Zappa. No, it's not. It is. Why? He's weird. 
<laughs> he was weird. He, he named his kid. One of them's Dweezil. What? <laughs> one's Dweezil. That's a Pokemon. Yep. And one's Moon Unit. Yeah, he's a hippie. Um, he, he did too he, much LSD, apparently. Basically. Okay. Uh, uh, Dweezil, they used to be VJs on MTV. They were very in in the 80s because their dad was Frank Zappa and they were like, they're like cool kids. He wrote, uh, Frank Zappa wrote the Valley Girl song. For those of you that don't know who Frank Zappa is, just making sure. And he, his, uh, he, he's one of the people that coined the phrase gag me with a spoon and grody to the max because it's in the song. And he came up with that. I appreciate both of those. Yeah. And they're also, uh, that's more from my time, though, not your time. I was like, I wasn't born yet. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm so much older. It's just, it's sad. It's okay. It's okay. That's why we all function very well together. Yep. Different perspectives. Yep. So, I love how Mini-Me then says he's holding up his fingers. In exactly mm-hmm. six hours. Well, I love all of Minnie Me's little little <laughs> little <laughs> sounds that he makes in this movie. It's very funny. Eee! Yeah, eee! <laughs> it's it's all pretty funny. Minnie Me was always the funniest part of these movies. I agree. I will say, Fat Bastard is he's funny in that it's funny the accent because it's basically Shrek. Yeah, but but it's not a good character. Oh. It's, no worse than Goldmember. Goldmember freaks me out. That that whole character. Is, I, like gold. I like gold. It's okay. We'll get there. I know. It's not. It that one actually skeeves me out. So if I am ever on, please put me on for Goldfinger minutes. Goldmember, and I'll talk about how much he bothers me. Maybe it's just because I don't like blondes to have tight afros. Maybe that's I, just it. It really I is bothersome. Think, I think it's because he's like one shade of person. <laughs> It is true. He is. He he's like Lieutenant Commander Data from Star Trek. If they colored his hair yellow, also, you'd be like, ah, <laughs> like why is this guy like, so this yellow? This is creepy. It's just like he's one shade of himself, and that's it. Yeah. All right. But I do love Mini Me. Rest in peace, Vern Troyer. I know. It's so sad. L- little spaceman, love you, guy. That hey, speaking of getting it, that guy could get it. Vern. Yeah. He was famously a hound dog. Well, I mean, live it up. <laughs> well, you mean what? You mean like, well, look he's at him. A, he's look, allowed. Look at him. He's a package. He's the whole deal. He's not even half the deal. I mean, every like account online of him is that he's like the sweetest human being. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> I heard that just melts people's hearts. Yeah, you know. Ladies love it. I guess. You guess. I I don't think I could be with someone that small. I think that would be a very interesting matchup between you and somebody that small. Oh, I like that you're thinking of me and someone that small. Okay. Not yourself and someone that small. Because you're bigger than me. Oh, well, sure. But that, yeah, okay. But, I mean, he's like one-fourth of a person. It's, I mean, not not human-wise. He doesn't have the oh. value. I don't mean he's, oh, that sounds awful. He's, <laughs> he's barely a human. No, he's just, he's literally, size-wise, he is one-fourth of a, of a standard six-foot man. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> he has all the rights and privileges of 100% human. He is 100% <laughs> human. I don't want to start that on this show. 
No, I took it the way of like size wise. I didn't take it the way of like value. Yeah. You're good. I don't value you because you're small. Who cares? Doesn't matter what size you are. Everybody has the same value. Yeah. And then he's going to point the laser at... uh, DC. DC. Well, no, actually, he's going to wait on DC to fly within range. Yeah. Yeah. So. I like how the person had to go up there and measure exactly what crater was closest to the DC area. That's a lot of math. Yep. You know they didn't do any math. It was all physical measurement. <laughs> and it's the it's the, we get another one of the Alan Parsons projects jokes. Some of the jokes in there are hilarious. Um, I'm really bothered by the person wearing the fencing mask, like the in the <laughs> background, but. Because it's these costumes are again, we've talked about it earlier. These costumes are so good. Then there's just something lazy like him wearing a, a fencing mask. And I'm like, well, why'd you do that? It was just just for a joke for us all to go, Haha, he's wearing a fencing mask. There's two of them. The one in the control center in the middle and then the yep. other one. On the right. And then there's one in the middle, too. And then what the back. if they got to protect their identity? <laughs> why? Because nobody knows they're henchmen. Oh, okay. I No, I think they're just the scientist people. Well, who are the people in the black? What's the difference? Uh, I think you're right about the scientist people. The guys in the white are the guards. At least the moon base guards, because the guards on la- in lava What room. is that one guy carrying? It's not a gun on the right. Is it just like a... It looks like a giant microphone. <laughs> it's a gun. Is those it? Are, yeah, they're, they're, they're uh, those guns. Are they space guns? Or are they just the guns with the big clips? I no, can't. no. It... Why does it look like one of those big metal microphones that a jazz singer would have? Oh, you're talking at like second 59? Oh, 53. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. 53. Yeah. The guy up in the right corner. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what that is. So <laughs> I was talking about the guard. Oh. It's like, oh. yeah, the guard, the guard's carrying a gun. And oh, no, you're, you're, you know what that looks like? It looks like a Jiffy Pop microwave <laughs> bag or the, the, the spinny thing that's on top of Vince. Yeah. On top of schools, municipal schools. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. The guy on that, he, the guy on the right, left holding something just as weird. It looks like a potato launcher. Yep. He's, one's got a potato gun. The other <laughs> one's got a giant thing of Jiffy Pop. Perfect. We can have snacks. Great. Well, what do you think? Potatoes, uh, you, you can make French. Maybe, oh, maybe it's a French fry gun. So Ooh. it's just, it's all just sides. It's oh, popcorn. Wait, this, this guy has a wrench. 59. Second 59. It's just a giant wrench. Yep. I feel like they were like, okay, so we're just going to be like, we're just going to have random things that would be weapons. If you swing <laughs> a wrench, that's a weapon. By the you way, shoot I, a potato hard enough, that's a weapon. I have a wrench that big. Do and you really? I, w- I will take a picture of it and I will put it up on the website when this airs. Okay. I own a wrench. I named it Odin. Speaking of Valhalla, its name is Odin. Why? Because when I saw it, in, I was in a hardware store in college, and I saw it, and I went, oh, my God. I was like, and I, at first I was like, oh, it's a plastic one they've put above the other wrenches. Like, it's <laughs> to say, this is the wrench section. <laughs> and I saw it, I went, I must own this. 
because I grabbed it and I was like, oh, it actually is like if it's 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 steel. It's so heavy. Have you ever used the wrench for its intended use? Uh, yes. Really? Uh, I can open up a fire hydrant with it. <laughs> I, I don't know what that's the intended use. Why else would you make it? Uh, for civilians, I don't. Think oh, that's I've the never used it like around my house, like to just kind of. You know what I used it for in college. I took to, uh, we were having bad reception because we didn't have cable. <laughs> and I actually took two wires from the antenna. We, we split them and then attached them to the metal and it actually conducted better antenna for us in okay. college. Not intended use, but okay. But I thought you were br- going to say, like, mm-hmm. I opened a keg with it or something. Uh, the only way you're going to open a keg with this is to smash the keg in half. That's fine. <laughs> And then have the, the drink come out. Yes. I love that wrench. And that joist, the, again, costumes, fun. I like the little smocks. I like the little delineation of jobs. I like frows, like puffy pants. Oh, her yeah. Her, her riding pants? Yeah, with her and whip. Her crop. Whatever. <laughs> it's okay. It's a horse whip. It's a crop. Riding crop. It's just a little smacky thing. I know. I just don't like whipping horses. No, but I mean, yeah, that's not a good one. That those the, the that no, one that, that was more for like the show ones when you're like standing in front of them and you like make them prance. That just you kind of put near them and it makes like a clickety clackety sound and they're kind of trained to know what that is. That one doesn't whip a horse. This one. This one's a people whip. That's what yes. that is. Well, sure. I don't think I don't think that the ones that the jockeys use are exactly that. I thought you were gonna say I don't think they're horses on the moon. Hey, um, I went to space <laughs> camp and they're not horses on the moon. <laughs> well, if there anybody, aren't. If anybody can make it happen, it's Doctor Evil. You know what? I would love to see a horse on the moon. Can you imagine a horse in a little? You know, you know those uh, memes that show how to horse wear pants. Like, do they wear them like? Along their waist, or do they wear them all the way around their waist, like their entire body? Yeah. And what, I would love to see a horse uh, uh, suit, like, like the, in a space uh, suit. A space suit, Aww. a horse space suit. Like, how, like how do you do it? It's the same as those pants. Do you make it where the belt is all the way around? Well, how did or, the dog wear it? The dog wore it like a human wore it. So then the horse might have to do the same thing. All right. We were we were very uh, we were we were very analog at that point. We were thinking only in human form. <laughs> we're like, well, we, like we're like people. I'm sure there were arguments. They're like, that's not the dog's waist. <laughs> it is the dog's waist because it's right before his hips. And they're like, yeah, but he's on all fours. I don't care. His top paws are his hands. I'm sure there were arguments. <laughs> I don't want to talk about those dogs. They never came back. I oh, I know. I'm gonna. <laughs> That was the saddest thing. When I learned that when I was a kid, I was like, so the dogs would go up in the air and then they'd come back home? And my mom and dad were like, no. And I'm like, I was like, <laughs> oh. oh. I'm like, oh. Um, I see you, that dog that made you sad, and I raise you this dog and I'm putting it in the Facebook chat. And you, we can post it when we have this conversation. <laughs> then when it airs, hold on. Now, now I'm excited to see this dog. There you go. You can have this. Yeah, that's just stupid. 
He's but wearing that's how his you were pa- talking about no, it. No, no, no. He's not wearing. Yeah, but he's not wearing pants like this. No, it's not stupid. Not no, what you sent me is not stupid. It's wonderful. Okay, but it's it's that this is the this is not the preferred way to wear pants. It's the other way. Yeah, we'll definitely. This needs to go up. I I am upset by this. <laughs> the style where it's basically pants on all four legs, and then his waist is literally his entire torso. Yeah, all the way around. I hate. But it. that's how you were arguing the horse part. Yeah, I'm just wondering. I wasn't arguing the horse part. I was just saying, does it wear it like this? Do you think? Oh, no. I think oh. it wears it like a people. <laughs> yep. I think it's it's trying to be people. I agree. Oh, I'm looking at all these pictures. They're so upsetting. These poor dogs. <laughs> Especially these little Yorkies. Oh, my I God. know. It's like, please don't. Please take the pants off these like, dogs. Just, just kill me. Just please throw me to lava. Please. <laughs> it's a fate worse than death. Yes, so very cute. Are you ready for your trivia? Um, maybe. All right. I think we're wrapping up this episode. I mean, we we're just beginning the laser ignition. Yes, I mean, it's gonna more stuff's gonna happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the name of the spaceship that first saw the big boy at the beginning of the movie? Oh no. I'm cheating. <laughs> I probably don't even have it. It's a type of bird. Oh, that's uh, it's Project Condor. There you go. You nailed it. See, you only needed a little hint. I mean, I didn't tell you anything. Well, it's because it was an actual project that didn't go off on NASA. They had it go. in the system. Did they try and put pants on that condor? Like the wrong no. way? I think uh, they would die if they put pants on a condor. That is a known fact that condors can, must be free. They must always be uh, free balling it and going commando. Mm-hmm. That's why their name is almost commando, mm-hmm. but it's condor. Commandondor. <laughs> they must go commandondor. Uh, we'll it'll work. Give me, if I can just keep doing it long enough, it'll, it'll become <laughs> funny. Ah, I give up. I quit. You're two for two, though. Excellent. Woo! Uh, training say, is going I, I can't, well. I can't even tell you that the questions get harder. They do not. I basically tried to find questions that had to kind of do with each minute. So this one had to do with space. So he, the big boy was in space. So. Cool. Cool. Oh. That's all I got. Same. Um, thank you for listening, everybody. You got to go listen to Jonathan's podcast. Um, Mission Impossible Minute? No. That's Minute not Impossible. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's not the name of it at all. I've let the URL for that lapse. <laughs> Minute Impossible. Yeah, Minute Impossible. Why isn't it Mission, Mission Impossible Minute? Did it start out that way? No. Nope. Uh, what rolls off the tongue is you say Minute Impossible or Mission Impossible Minute? <laughs> I don't know. Mission Impossible Minute's a lot. Minute Impossible. Also, I like puns, as you know. So. Yeah, well, that makes sense. So go listen to Minute Impossible. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Um, go join the Listener Society. Oh, yeah. Uh, go to the Impossible Minute Force. If you're in the Shagadelic uh, Pussycat Lounge, you should be able to find... <laughs> what? Isn't that the name of it? Electric Psychedelic Pussycat Swingers Club. 
I said I had I had psychedelic <laughs> and pussycat in there and lounge. That's close, right? Sure. Okay. Oh, it's as close as uh, minute Mission Impossible minute. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Okay, so yeah, if it, I'm in there, so uh, you can. Uh, now this week, I'll, I'll I'll promote my stuff in your in your group. But yeah, definitely go to her group and come over to our group and say hi. So yeah, we just uh, trade group members. Yep, we like yep. talking. I mean, yeah. we all talk about movies. So if you like movies, if you listen to this, you like movies. So come listen and talk. Yeah. yeah. But you got to come back for Wednesday because we're going to get the laser up and running. Mm -hmm. You never know what's going to happen after that. Maybe explosions. (laughs) But in the meantime, don't forget, stay groovy. We flamed a place. 